just past the bottom of the hour on Real Presence Live, Monday morning in beautiful St. Charles, Minnesota. St. Charles Borromeo Parish is where we're broadcasting live from. I'm Matt Wilkham, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. With me is the pastor of St. Charles Borromeo Parish, Father Tim Biren. Good morning, Father Tim, again. Good morning. I have a confession to make. Confession? This is my confession. I suppose, I'm supposed to go to confession to you. I thought that's how this works. Yeah, this is a confession to all the listeners. I actually gave in to the pressure. And don't worry, it's just because it's a Monday morning. I will make sure that I change this later. I purchased... What did you purchase? Crocs. Crocs. Well, good for you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And that, that compliment is coming from somebody who knows stewardship and the importance of, of, of saving for that important purchase to be comfortable during a difficult time. Do they really cost that much? No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. I would have so. bought them for you. And they're not as comfortable as I thought they would be. Father Beeren holding his foot up. But it is. So <laughs> Look at my Crocs. Yes. That was my exercise for the morning. Which <laughs> is one of those. <laughs> Sorry that you, you have to hear start, that, folks. You got to start oh somewhere, I guess. Maybe uh, you'll do two tomorrow, huh? Let's just rewind this. Well, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Tim Beer, and I'm with Matt Wilcom of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And we're blessed to have somebody here from the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota in studio, Monica Herman. And she is a, a gift to Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota. So uh, she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. So, Monica, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. It's it's a cold, rainy day, but it's only going to get better. Do you know why it's cold? Because you have the air conditioning on. (laughs) The air is set at 67. That's why we have the doors shut in this room, because the rest of the building is even colder. I was worried you're not paying your bill here to keep the heat going. Oh, God bless you. Um, Yes, a little bit about myself. I uh, am the director, executive director for the foundation. Um, I'll be in my role five years in September, which has gone by so quickly. Um, I'm a a product of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, um, originally from Worthington. Um, I know you were uh, speaking with Lisa, who uh, is doing amazing work out there. Um, Certainly that part of the diocese really needs um, prayers and love and some attention. Um, I have uh, a wonderful husband who's a high school principal. I have two uh, wonderful adult children who, you know, are are productive members of society and and strong in their faith. So, you know, all all is is really good. And it's no secret, Monica, that these are difficult times. Um, And by the way, my condolences on the passing of both of your parents recently. I know that's got to be a very difficult thing. uh, I don't know what that's like. uh, So, but... uh, but uh, our condolences uh, for that. Uh, but in a, in a wider sense, we've been going through a really difficult time as a society, as a, as a world, <laughs> the past few months here. Uh, can you explain why giving during this difficult time is so important? Well, I think certainly just paying attention to the news or paying attention to our neighbors or paying attention to to what's happening in the world really is an incredible call to to help in some way, shape, or form. There's so many people who um, who have lost their job. Um, so many people who have had to unexpectedly be um, both a parent and teacher and caregiver and all of these things at once and, and possibly unemployed at the same time. Um, 
you know, the and neighbors who who are not able to leave their house and the 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 needs that they have. There's there's so many opportunities for us to reach out um, if we just stop and get um, get get a bearing on on where we are physically and financially and emotionally and spiritually and figure out what we can do and then make a plan and go and do it. Absolutely. And we as Catholics, we have this idea of stewardship. It's very important. Uh, giving of our, our time, our talent, our treasure. We hear this at our parishes. Can you drill down on those a little bit? What exactly does that mean? Yeah, w- the way I think of it is stewardship. Um, the way of life is a grateful response f- um, of a Christian disciple who recognizes and receives God's gifts and shares these gifts in love of God and neighbor. Um, so, you know, we talk about time, talent, and treasure. We break it down into those three things. But really looking at, well, where am I? What what do I have? What can I do? Um, what can I give? Um, you know, I think of parishes. Um, certainly right now, many of us have not. Um, I'm starting to go back to Mass. Our, our, our church has opened up and we're able to receive the Eucharist again. But, um, you know, what does my church need? We haven't been there for weeks and weeks and weeks. Am I continuing to give my weekly offering? You know, the, the, the functions of the parish and the operations of the parish, and certainly a parish that has a school, those things all continue. And if I'm not financially supporting it, um, I really don't think I should be counting on my neighbor to do it for me. I have a responsibility as a member of that, that parish community to, to be supportive and to give what I can give. Um, if I've lost my job and, and my finances are not there, what else can I do for my parish? Can I, can I be a mentor? Can I help clean? Can I help take care of the grounds? Can I, um, can I make a meal for a neighbor? Can I... You know, can I do something for Father? Is there, you know, is there is there a gift that I have that I can give if I can't financially give? What what is it that I can do? Um, and not only because of the needs of the other individual or the neighbor or the organization, but the need that I have myself to give is so incredible. Um, because you, you know, we're all kind of in this this gray area of you know, it it, it can be a feeling of hopelessness. But if I can figure out what can I do, I create a plan. I've then got my focus on something else instead of the the woe is me or all these bad things happening. Turn that around and and make it something positive by doing something, giving something, be a part of something, um, offering yourself to be something positive for an entity, an organization, a neighbor, a child, a mentor, um, something. Monica Herman from the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota with us this morning on Real Presence Live, 39 minutes past the hour, talking about stewardship and the importance of continuing to give in these difficult times. And Monica, you talked about the different things that our parishes provide. Uh, I think of the radio stations in the RPR network kind of in a similar way because certain people are able to give where others are not, perhaps, or maybe aren't even aware that these services exist so that when they come upon them, when they come upon a station or when they come upon a parish, they have the opportunity to have free and easy access to that spiritual nourishment. And it, in turn, this gift comes back to us in the improvement of our local communities and in the, in the overall spiritual 
health of our community. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Um, there, there are so many that have needs, but there are so many of us that have a need to give. So let's be a bridge. Let's, let's go from one place to another place. What is it that I can do to help people get where they need to go or give what they need to give or be a part of something that they really need to get a, to be a part of? Um, I know certainly for us to be able to go back to our parishes and receive the Eucharist was such a, a wonderful, a wonderful gift, um, something that we certainly missed, but there's so many people that aren't able to do that yet. Um, either because the parishes are so closed or because they're still quarantined or because they have health conditions, whatever that is, um, you know, they're not able to receive the Eucharist. But we, I think we've all found so many different outlets and so many different places to go to receive the word and to understand and to hear from others that um, while our local priests are, are wonderful and are um, amazing and, and support us, I think we've all been either looking at YouTube videos or online videos, or we've been able to see others, you know, on Facebook mass, um, you know, uh, productions. We're able to hear from other people and other perspectives. And, um, you know, I, I have listened to um, Father Jonathan and Jackson. Well, I, I'm hours and hours away from Father Jonathan, but what a, what a great opportunity to hear from another, another voice, another pastor, another person to, to feed me spiritually. Um, and I think, you know, looking at silver line, linings of this, I think that's one, one great area is that we've been able to reach out farther than we ever have before, um, certainly because of the circumstances. You've explained some really great concepts for us to understand the importance of stewardship, uh, time and talent, and, and treasure, of course, and, and, and certainly have uh, given to us some great uh, concepts of the time and talent portion. But nevertheless, I still don't want to underscore the importance of that treasure. Um, and just to give a little bit of a personal experience, Monica, as you recall, three years ago when I became pastor here, a lot of my parishioners were having uh, lived out of that fear of financially giving to the to the parish for different reasons. You know, so there's that, that, that fear, am I going to have enough to sustain my lifestyle or my family and take care of my needs and whatnot? Um, you came in, you helped alleviate that fear and uh, stewardship has been going very well in this regard. So um, COVID-19 has brought a different kind of fear, but yet we still need to operate without that fear. How can we do that, still give from what we're able to not allow that fear to take over and let faith prevail? I think too, it's really coming up with a plan and what what can we do? What what financially can we do? Um, you know, uh, fortunately, my husband and I are, are both still fully employed, um, and we feel more responsibility than ever to to give to our parish and give to to the diocese to really help fund the ministries of the diocese, um, which benefits all of the parish. Um, so it's really. Those that can, this is a great opportunity to please step up and, and to maybe help fill a gap for some other families or some other individuals who really um, financially cannot support at this time. Um, but really, you know, do whatever we can, whatever, however we can at the ability that we can. So if it's, you know, we're, we're not able to give $100 a week, okay, absolutely but I can, I can still do 25. And that 25, having trust and faith um, in the communities in which we're, we're supporting, knowing that those dollars are doing incredible things and good things and necessary things, 
um, you know, the, the, the parishes are still here and the schools are still here and the cemeteries are still here and they all need our support in whatever way. Again, really, really peripherally consider what can you do um, and those that can, if you can step up a little bit more during this time, that, that is a wonderful thing. We're with Monica Herman of the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Tim Beeren along with Matt Wilcom. Uh, we have more uh, from Monica, so please stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hello, my name is Father John Paul Trask from the Diocese of Rapid City. It started when I was a kid. I had a real strong pull to the th thoughts of the priesthood. I really felt like uh, God was speaking to me, but I didn't want to listen. I really didn't want to think about the priesthood at all. I was kind of caught up in worldly life and sports and things. I also had a deep desire to become a rancher. Long story short, while I was uh, working, I, after high school, I took a year off from school and I began to discern. And the question occurred to me that God knows what it will make me happy. And so I thought for once that I would ask God what will make me happy. And that really began the opening up of my heart that led to my ability to answer my call to the priesthood. Thanks be to God. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Coming down the home stretch here on a Monday morning, Real Presence Live, Matt Wilcom along with Father Tim Buren, Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota, Diocese of Winona, Rochester. We're speaking this morning with Monica Herman, Executive Director of the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota, about the importance of giving, especially in these difficult times, continuing to give however we can, whether that be our treasure, our time, our talent, and supporting our parishes in whatever way we can. And welcome back, Monica Herman, to the show. Thank you very much. You mentioned before, the, before we stepped away that some of the more specific items, uh, ministries that the foundation and other foundations similar to yours throughout the upper midwest uh, are, how they support these different ministries you want to talk a little bit more about in detail about these these various ministries 
Sure, absolutely. Um, so when people make a gift to the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota, um, th there's different areas in which they can designate those gifts. Um, they can support the IHM seminary, which um, supports the, the general operations of the seminary building itself um, and, and the seminarians. Um, I know IHM is, is planning to be up and running again in August. They have uh, currently 61 um, seminarians who will be studying there this year, um, which is just a, a wonderful blessing. And they have a, um, they actually have a new uh, diocese, which is uh, sending men this year, the Diocese of Cheyenne, Wyoming. So they're very excited about that, that new addition. Um, so supporting the seminary um, certainly can happen through the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota, as well as supporting the diocese itself with a Catholic Ministries appeal. Um, the appeal, um, you know, we, we, we launched that appeal in February. Right now we're at 65% of our goal for the diocese, which is 2.1 million. Um, and that 2.1 million funds uh, an incredible variety of ministries across the diocese, everything from Catholic schools to RCIA to, you know, um, to the communications, um, you know, TV mass, um, Boy, you name it, um, lay formation, youth ministry, um, the, um, you know, the care for priests, um, just, uh, again, if any ministry basically that's happening with, uh, within the Diocese of Winona, Rochester is funded by the Catholic Ministries Appeal, which is funded by donations from people across the diocese. Um, and like I said, we're about 65% of our goal this year. We run the campaign through December 31st. So um, so those that have not made a contribution yet, certainly um, feel free to, to visit our, our website, which is catholicfsmn.org, um, and can make donations online. One of the things that, that we were really excited to partner with and to, um, to do very quickly was, um, as COVID was... was um, you know, coming in here and parishes were closed. I did an audit of all of the parishes across the diocese to see who had online giving capabilities. And about a third of the parishes across the diocese had that capability. So that were, you know, people were not able to come to Mass. We still wanted to give them the opportunity to support, um, you know, their, their weekly giving to support that um, and what we did, um, it took us about a day and a half. We turned it around pretty quickly, but certainly going again to the catholicfsmn.org website, uh, people can make a gift to their individual parish, and that gift will be sent to them as part of your weekly um, offering. Um, just a, a wonderful outpouring of people across the diocese who have taken advantage of that and really, um, really stepped up and really continu continued um, some cash flow to those parishes. So online giving, how does that work? Somebody signs up online, and can they sign up then uh, to have something taken out of their checking account on a regular basis, or is it a one-time gift? Yep, we have both. Um, people can make a one-time gift. People can make a recurring gift. You can make a recurring gift, so something is coming out of either a credit card or out of your checking account on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on an annual basis. Um, there's a whole variety of, of selections that people can make at that time. And as a pastor, I know that online giving is very helpful because it helps us with our budgeting, um, but it's also helpful for those that give because uh, you find that yourself at uh, Mass, you might have forgotten your wallet behind you, your purse is left in the car or whatever, and you want to contribute. In fact, I noticed that some parishes, um, mine included, um, have these uh, little... Um, 
things that, I don't know what you call it exactly, but you can put it into the collection basket that says, I give online. Mm, yes. So. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's easy. It's efficient. Um, it's a direct, um, again, direct cash flow to those parishes. Um, so certainly if that's something that you um, have been trying to figure out, how do I get money to my parish? How do I, how do I continue my offering? How do I continue my stewardship? Um, again, because the needs of the parishes have not stopped. The needs of the schools have not stopped. The needs of the cemeteries, the seminary, um, all of those organizations are still continuing and, and will continue into the future. And really the majority of those um, operations are done through through donations and through the generosity and the charity of um, of the many across the diocese. The Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota helps in some ways the Diocese of Winona Rochester. And our diocese uh, goes from the South Dakota border to the Wisconsin border and all along, of course, Iowa. And whether a person lives in the far west in Laverne or they live in the far east in La Crescent, uh, they all benefit. This is something when they contribute, uh, they help uh, various ministries that actually uh, assist them in their parish. And as one example, so Laverne uh, this past year has had a seminarian intern at Laverne and Pipestone. And so uh, because somebody contributes to the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota, because they uh, contribute to the Catholic Ministries Appeal, that's helping those, as an example, out in Laverne. Absolutely. Um, again, um, all of the parishes are supported by the work of the Catholic Ministries Appeal, which is, is um, you know, funds the ministries of the diocese. So um, supporting the diocese um, is, is incredibly important. The Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota is a legal separate entity from the diocese. We're, we're, not, di we're not the diocese. We're not diocesan employees. We are separate. Um, we are a standalone organization. Um, and our function is to raise money and provide grants to um, parishes and cemeteries and schools and the diocese itself. So... Um, you know, uh, those that are worried about the, the diocesan bankruptcy and, and those kinds of things, certainly um, giving to the Catholic Foundation um, is, a, is a buffer. Um, it's, it's a way to, to make financial support to an entity who then grants funds to, to other individuals and to parishes and to the diocese itself. Monica Herman joining us this morning from the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota. CatholicFSMN.org is the website. Just a couple minutes left here before we have to let you go, Monica. I, uh, I know myself, as uh, in my role as the communications director for the Diocese of Monona Rochester, I really appreciate all the support that my office gets from the Catholic Foundation, particularly as regards the televised mass, which uh, I never dreamed when I came here two years ago that it would become as relevant as it is now and will continue to be for the foreseeable future with so many people continuing to stay home. They're not quite ready to come back to Mass yet. They want to kind of wait and, and, and have this COVID thing run its course a little bit longer or at least have, have more of an opportunity for the researchers to do their, their thing. So I just wanted to make sure that we expressed our, uh, our gratitude to you and the, and the rest of the folks at the foundation for that. Absolutely. TV Mass has, has been, um, it's certainly not a, a replacement for Mass itself. Um, I, I think we're all hungry for the Eucharist and, 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 and miss that in our lives and, and when we can have that back again. 
Um, it really is a, a, a wonderful thing. But, um, you know, as I said before, this gives us an opportunity to hear from other pastors and to, to see what other people are doing and to not just get 55 minutes on a Sunday morning, but you know, on a, on a Tuesday, I can I can listen to to you know TV Mass, or I can go uh, to Facebook and listen to Father Tim or Father Jonathan, or um, you know a variety of priests in in the diocese as well as priests across the United States. Um, so I think it's it's really kind of um, again that the the one silver lining that I can come out of this is it's really um, in, increased my my interest and my energy and um, kind of feeling a lot of, uh, you know, I, I think COVID has kind of made us feel a little bit like Swiss cheese and we all have these empty holes that we're trying to fill. And what what a wonderful thing to do is to, to fill some of that with either TV mass or um, a wonderful message from Bishop Barron or, um, again, you know, I, I always enjoy um, catching up with Father Tim virtually and all the wonderful things that you're doing here at your parish and, and supporting all of us in, in the ministry that you do. It certainly goes hand in hand, Monica, because again, it all uh, works together. Stewardship, allowing us to even do that in the first place. And so uh, again, when I came here, you were very instrumental in helping us. So thank you. Uh, what a great gift you are. Uh, CatholicFSMN.org is the website. Monica Herman from the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota. Thanks so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. And we need to go to Eli with a preview of the next show. Eli. Hey, thanks, Matt. Great show today. Another great one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. It'll be hosted by Dr. Chris Bergwald and Emily Leadham, coming to you live from the Pastoral Center in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. They'll visit with William Bradford Wilcox, Senior Fellow at the Institute for Family Studies, Talking about family and freedom. Then artist Darwin Wolf will share how art brought him back to the faith. And Father Paul Rutten from the Diocese of Sioux Falls will talk about fighting the good fight with St. Paul. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's going to be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Sounds like a great show, Eli. Thank you so much again for all you do uh, as a producer, technical director, and helping to put these shows together, as well as Therese who is uh, uh, another producer for the show. Father Tim Buren, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. I'm so grateful that our listeners are with us. We are certainly blessed because of you. Uh, we ask that you, of course, be always open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. May God abundantly bless you. All right. Amen. And again, you can, you can get all of these segments at our website, realpresenceradio.com. More to life next here on the RPR Network. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.